From November 11th to 16th, more than 13,000 kidney health professionals from across the globe will gather in Philadelphia for ASN Kidney Week 2014, the world's premier nephrology meeting. Over the course of 13 early programs and more than 100 basic and clinical science symposia, clinical nephrology conferences, and special sessions, leading experts will discuss the latest scientific and medical advances that will build new paths to kidney health. ASN Kidney Week attendees will have opportunities to network with fellow specialists, advance their careers, learn best practices for treating and improving the lives of people with kidney disease, and collaborate with colleagues from around the world. In this episode of the ASN Kidney News Podcast, ASN President Dr. Sharon Moe speaks with Kidney Week Program Committee Chair Dr. Susan Quaggan and Kidney Week PGE Committee Chair Dr. Patrick Nachman about Kidney Week 2014 and how attendees will learn to build new paths to kidney health. President of the American Society of Nephrology, and I'm here with my colleagues, Sue Quaggan. I'm the program committee chair this year. And this is Patrick Nachman. I'm the chair of the Postgraduate Education Committee. We are here to discuss Kidney Week 2014. This year's theme is Building New Paths to Kidney Health. We chose the theme because we really feel that kidney health is at a time where we should celebrate all the great science that is going on in nephrology. Kidney Week is actually an excellent time to learn all of this new science. We're at a state where all of this is going to come together to facilitate novel drug discoveries, new devices, and new care models for the prevention of kidney disease and also the diagnosis and care of patients. We've designed the program to have something for everyone, and we'd like to tell you a little bit about all of the offerings. Sue, tell us what you're most excited about for this year's meeting. There's too many things to cover, I think. I'm excited about everything, but I'd like to highlight the plenary sessions, which this year focus on discoveries and advances in areas that many attendees may never have thought about or may never even have heard about. And these advances are laying down new paths to understand, treat, and ultimately cure kidney disease. The first plenary session will be given by Doug Melton from Harvard, who is a pioneer in the field of stem cells. He's going to tell us an incredible story about reprogramming stem cells into insulin-producing cells in enough quantity that we can actually start to imagine a cure for diabetes. On Friday, we're going to hear from S.K. Willerslev, who will show us how ancient DNA is unlocking mysteries of the present, everything from archaeology to disease. So to give you a flavor of what he does, he's published on isolating DNA from ancient Egyptian mummies to learn about the evolution of viruses. He's also managed to sequence whole genomes from a single hair, even a hair recovered from a 4,000-year-old man. In some ways, it's going to be like real-life Jurassic Park meets Indiana Jones. On Saturday, Chad Merkin, who's the most highly cited chemist in the world, will reveal the promise of nanomedicine. So imagine being able to diagnose a genetic mutation causing kidney disease within seconds at the bedside, and to be able to do this from a drop of blood and a simple colorimetric assay. This is just one example of the many possibilities that Chad's going to discuss. And rounding it out on Sunday is Beth Levine, a Howard Hughes investigator and physician scientist from University of Texas Southwestern. And she's going to tell us about how we can harness a cellular process known as autophagy, how actually harnessing this cellular process is leading to new cures for metabolic diseases. So those are the plenary sessions, and I would encourage everyone to take a look at the early and main program online. Those are going to be fabulous talks, too. And I think this is what's exciting about Kidney Week is being able to capitalize on novel innovations in fields outside of nephrology, but we can apply those to nephrology to advance our own specialty. 
Patrick, you also have some new exciting early programs. Tell us some of those new courses. The early programs are the one- or two-day programs that precede Kidney Week, and these focus on very relevant topics in nephrology. And in addition to the traditional courses, we have four new offerings this year. One of them that's very exciting is going to focus on human genetics and nephrology. And I think that we all recognize that some of the most important advances in nephrology over the past decade have really come from the field of genetics and genomics. So this course is is going to start with an introduction to the key topics in genetics and genomic methodology, but then go into an in-depth discussion of the full gamut of genetic diseases and syndromes that pertain to the field of nephrology. The program will also provide a practical approach to how to use these innovative findings in genetic testing and genetic counseling for our patients and also some guidance to those of us who would wish to become more versatile in not only clinical practice of genetic nephrology but research in genetic nephrology. I think it's important for individuals to understand that the early programs are perfect to gain knowledge if you really feel that you don't understand what's going on or you want to get into a new area. So it really gives you the full breadth of what is going on in genetics. There are several other genetic topics throughout the meeting. One of them is a special new endowed lecture. I'm delighted that this year uh, there will be the inaugural Dr. Michelle Wynn Lectureship, and ASN has awarded this inaugural lectureship to Dr. Andre Shaw, who will be presenting a lecture on the genetics of human focal segmental glomerulosclerosis, so very much in keeping, Patrick, with your early program. And this lectureship is named in honor of the incredible Dr. Michelle Wynn for her wide-ranging achievements in glomerular disease and genetics, as well as her dedication to mentoring junior faculty. So don't miss it. It's going to be Friday at 2 p.m. It's in line with some of the other discussions throughout the meeting, including updates on what's happening with the Kidney Health Initiative, where there are ongoing projects looking at how we can speed up some of the discoveries and the device approval process in order to get therapies to our patients sooner. We also have additional information on a whole other line of therapies, which is part of the Advances in Research Conference. Tell us about that, Sue. Sharon, I'm excited about this one. It's going to be building a kidney from stem cells to function, so very much in keeping with the new path to kidney health theme. This conference is a little bit special. It's being co-sponsored by both the ASN together with the NIH. It's a two-day symposium focusing on the newest concepts and innovations in regeneration as it relates to the kidney. It's going to bring together the world's top stem cell biologists, developmental biologists, bioengineers, physicians, and trainees for a comprehensive, in-depth program with ample opportunity for interaction throughout. It's really geared to push the boundaries and develop the next steps so that building a kidney isn't just a dream anymore, but becomes a reality. This is actually moving from science fiction to reality, and I encourage everyone to think about this and to sign up for this pre-course. We anticipate that the Advances in Research course is going to sell out quickly, so make sure you do your online registration right away. What are some other courses, Patrick, in the early program? Continuing on the theme of the Kidney Health Initiative and clinical research and advances in research, 
for the very first time, we're going to be offering a course titled Coming to a Unit Near You, Cluster Randomized Trials and Hemodialysis. And this course stems from the realization that the classic randomized control trials are expensive and not easy to implement in the field of nephrology or when it pertains to hemodialysis research. The course is going to introduce us to a novel approach to doing clinical research called cluster randomized trials. And it is felt that this new approach is really particularly suitable for research in dialysis setting, but also in nephrology in general. And the course will also introduce us on how we can implement this new methods of clinical research and how we can take the opportunity to capitalize on recent interest and funding opportunities for this kind of clinical research. There's funding opportunities throughout the conference as well. So this will talk about some of the PCORI and some other opportunities, as well as NIH funding. In the poster room in the exhibit hall, we're going to have several different ways that individuals can find out about funding and resources to help get that funding. In the informational poster session, there's going to be posters from the NIDDK that will talk about some of their funding opportunities. Also in the exhibit hall will be Innovator's Place, and this is where early companies, before they have market approval, can demonstrate their devices or talk about their therapeutics and meet with nephrologists. It's a way for you to get to know what's out there. The meeting is highlighted by multiple scientific sessions. Patrick, maybe you can explain the difference between a CNC and the other sessions. Clinical nephrology conferences are really in-depth discussions focusing on one topic. They're usually two hours long with four speakers, but unlike the purely research sessions that are there to present the latest data generated on a topic, the CNCs are more integrative and maybe contain a little bit of review in addition to in-depth discussion and presentation of novel findings. The uh, basic science topics are more there to highlight what is really updated. So these are more integrative. This year, as in previous years, the program committee and the PGE committee have really worked together to integrate basic science as well as clinical science to show how innovations in basic science can be applied and where they can be applied in clinical practice. I think that's true in the basic science sessions too, right, Sue? I would agree and agree with Patrick. I think there was a lot of discussion between the PGE and program committees this year that have put together some fabulous synergistic sessions, so we'll really be able to translate some of the newest findings in research, basic and clinical science, right back to the bedside. I think that's so important to really translate basic science ideas into clinical improvements. So we encourage everybody to use the mobile app to not just look at CNC versus BSC, the basic science sessions, that we really focus on interesting topics and there's more than enough to choose. And if you don't get to see everything that you wanted to see, remember there's on-demand content when you're done. You'll be able as a registrant to actually get most of the courses. So Sue, tell us how many posters are going to be this year. 
There are going to be more than 3,300 posters here this year, Sharon. It's incredible and covering every aspect of nephrology. I think probably my favorite part of ASN are the poster sessions. Great opportunity to network, which is really, I think, the most important thing that we do at ASN. We're expecting more than 13,000 participants this year, so you'll be able to meet all your old colleagues and friends, but ample opportunity to make new connections and develop new collaborations. And I recently saw some data that we actually have one of the highest, if not the highest, a number of posters per attendee. So this really is a jam-packed meeting with just an unbelievable number of posters. So when you first walk in that exhibit room, it's pretty overwhelming. And if there's a first-timer looking at that, what would your advice be on how to get along, Sue? You have to plan. Importantly, I think between 10 and 12 every day, the abstract authors are on hand at their posters to answer questions. And that's a fantastic opportunity to meet with people as well. So if you go on to the ASN website, you can actually download the mobile app and you can plan your week prior to going. And that will help you actually navigate the more than 180 sessions on top of the 3,300 posters. So we encourage everybody to really spend time with the posters and talk to each other about the science. Collaboration is key to building new paths in kidney health. We also encourage you to stop by all of the exhibits and see what is going on, what's new and exciting in our field. There are many new developments, some advances in pharmaceuticals, imaging, devices, and I think they'll all be very exciting. Thank you very much for listening. We look forward to seeing all of you at the 2014 ASN Kidney Week. This podcast is copyrighted by the American Society of Nephrology. All rights reserved. All content in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be medical advice. This podcast should not be used in a medical emergency for the diagnosis or treatment of any medical condition. Please consult your doctor or other qualified healthcare provider if you have any questions about any medical condition or before taking any drug, changing your diet, or commencing or discontinuing any course of treatment. Thank you for listening to this podcast of the American Society of Nephrology.